Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. Vinyl Vibrations is musical exploration to sounds and grooves from artists that produce their works on vinyl records. Many music recording formats have come and gone. The vinyl LP has stood the test of time. Vinyl is durable and delivers stunning sound. From these podcasts, the actual vinyl LPs played in the show go back to the 1950s, more than 70 years after their production date. Vinyl Records captures a rich period in pop, rock, jazz, and classical music history. In each show, I explore a topic in the artist's music that makes their work unique and timeless. I'm your host, Brian Frederick, here on Vinyl Vibrations. Stephen Stills is an American musician, singer, and songwriter, best known for his work with Buffalo Springfield, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Manassas, and as a solo artist. He was born in 1945 in Dallas, Texas. He's 78 at the time of this podcast production. He's still active. He plays guitar, bass guitar, keyboards. He's not only a singer and songwriter, but also an arranger and producer. Stills has had a long and prosperous career. Starting out in 1963, he's given us some 60 years of songwriting and musical performance. Today, I feature original compositions by singer-songwriter Stephen Stills. From my collection, we'll hear five albums. Buffalo Springfield album, and for what it's worth, Buffalo Springfield Again album with Bluebird. Stephen Stills' demo tape album, Just Roll Tape, with Sweet Judy Blue Eyes and Wooden Ships, and Crosby, Stills & Nash & Young's Deja Vu album with 4 and & 20, and Carry On, and finally, the Stephen Stills 2 solo album with Sugar Babe and Change Partners. We're now listening to Rock and Roll Woman from Buffalo Springfield again. These selections were each recorded between 1966 and 1971, a tiny time slice. Stills was between the ages of 21 and 26. These works are important because these songs are each handcrafted by Stills. I also wanted to showcase his array of talents like multi-instrumental musician, arranger, and producer. In addition to being a successful singer-songwriter whose work has had a large musical impact. Much more for future podcasts. Stephen Stills' first hit recording was For What It's Worth, or Stop, Hey, What's That Sound? It was 1966. Stills was just 21 years old. This was his first big break. He had written several songs by now. Not only did he have an inventory of original songs, he had helped form a new band. Along with two other singer-songwriters, Richie Fure and Neil Young, they formed Buffalo Springfield out in Los Angeles. Neil Young came from Winnipeg, Alberta, and Fure and Stills left a New York City gig with the Ogogo Singers, a nine-member group performing at the Cafe Ogogo. Two other Canadians, bassist Bruce Palmer and rock drummer Dewey Martin, were added. That's five band members in all, two Americans, three Canadians. For What It's Worth became one of the most recognizable songs of the 1960s. It was first released as a 45 RPM single in late 1966. 
1967, For What It's Worth featured on the first Buffalo Springfield LP. The lyrics in For What It's Worth are all about a confrontation still sad with the LAPD riot police in Los Angeles earlier that year. There had been many summer nights of rowdy crowds of kids causing late night traffic issues in the Sunset Strip neighborhood. LA re responded by announcing a curfew at 10 o'clock. As a result, there were reported to have been over a thousand people out on the strip protesting, trouble broke out. There were clashes between police and young people. Peter Fonda was handcuffed by police Jack Nicholson was on the scene. Whiskey A Go Go was a nightclub on the Sunset Strip where many great bands have performed. At that time, in 66, the house band was Buffalo Springfield. Because of continuing issues of unrest, some clubs on the Sunset Strip were forced to close their doors for weeks. It was because of these civil disturbances on the Sunset Strip that Stills recorded For What It's Worth. And now, For What It's Worth by Stephen Stills. Something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down being drawn Nobody's right if everybody's wrong Young people speak in their minds are getting so much resistance from behind Time we stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going Day for the heat, a thousand people in the street singing songs and they carry signs. Mostly say hooray for our side. It's time we stop. Hey, what's that sound? Everybody, look what's going on. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. 
That was For What It's Worth, or Stop, Hey, What's That Sound? Credits go to Stephen Stills, guitar and vocals and songwriter, Richie Fury on guitar and vocals, Dewey Martin drums, Bruce Palmer bass, and the record company, Atco, a division of Atlantic Records. For What It's Worth became a top 10 hit, reaching number 7 on the U.S. Billboard 100 in the spring of 1967. The Buffalo Springfield Band was really about their two biggest egos, those of Stephen Stills and Neil Young. Buffalo Springfield was still a young band, only nine months old at this point in late 66. After their hit, For What It's Worth, they're eager to have a repeat success. For a single, two songs, Bluebird and Mr. Soul, were available. Stills writing Bluebird, Young writing Mr. Soul. These were recorded and released by Atco Records. The version I'll play today is from the LP titled Buffalo Springfield Again. Much better version, released later that year in 1967. This LP version is much improved with much more guitar work by Stephen Stills and Neil Young. Bluebird features the trading off of guitar solos between Young and Stills. Stills plays the acoustic guitars. Some is finger-picking. Young, the rocker, plays all the distorted lead guitar part on a Les Paul guitar. In this song, Stills is all acoustic, Young is all electric. About that acoustic guitar we hear, Stills had just purchased a fine old guitar, a 29-year-old acoustic Martin D28. It was first used in the recording of Bluebird. On this song, Stills uses D-modal tuning. He tunes his guitar down a full note to D-A-D-G-A-D, which is tuning down three of the guitar's six strings. Here's an example of detuning to that D-A-D-G-A-D. It's a full, rich sound used in Celtic music, folk, and rock. The acoustic guitar work in this recording is sharp and clear because of some of the early recording expertise in sound processing, the use of compression and equalizers to highlight the picking and full dynamic range of that acoustic guitar. This is an ultra-clear recording of stills on that D28. And there's also a banjo part. The banjo part is played by Charlie Chin, bluegrass style, from Greenwich Village. Stills worked there earlier. This LP version with the added guitar and banjo parts lengthens this two-minute single to 428. And now, here is Bluebird, complete with dueling guitars and banjo. Listen, to Yeah. 
sit a lofty perch, strangest color blue, lying is forgotten now, things only of you. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. 
with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was Bluebird by Stephen Stills of Buffalo Springfield Again album, released in 67 by Atco. Four minutes, 28 seconds. Song credits go to Neil Young on electric lead guitar, Bobby West on bass, Rich Fure on vocal, Dewey Martin on drums, Charlie Chin, banjo, and Stephen Stills, singer, songwriter, producer, along with Atlantic Records and acoustic rhythm and lead guitarist. single reached number 58 on the Billboard chart. Some critics see the song as their most accomplished piece. It spent seven weeks in the Hot 100 chart. Buffalo Springfield did not last, could not last, with three egos as large as a house. All of this talent had dismantled by 1968, and each artist went on to their own individual successes. Neil Young departed to form Crazy Horse. Richie Furet departed to form Poco and Stephen Stills went on to form Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Buffalo Springfield is a foundation of rock and roll. piece is titled Sweet Judy Blue Eyes and is written by Stephen Stills and performed by Crosby, Stills and Nash. It appeared on the group's self-titled debut album in 1969 and was released as a single. The song is indeed a suite. It imitates a classical music suite with a set of three musical pieces in this case. The inspiration for this Crosby, Stills and Nash classic is Stills' romantic relationship with Judy Collins. They were both singer-songwriters and had a romantic relationship that lasted only two years, but numerous songs written by Stills down the road would muse about Judy Collins. The recording features a unique version of the suite. This recording is from a demo tape made in April of 1968, done at a recording studio where Judy Collins had just finished her recording session and there was remaining studio time. Stills evidently paid the recording engineer privately to help him record the demos. He asked the engineer to 
just roll tape and Stills proceeded to perform 13 of his originals solo. The tape is available in LP form, very expensive, and also on CD. Here's an example of Stills tuning his guitar down at the beginning of the song. Guitar is tuned to modal tuning, E E E E B E. Almost all the strings are E, and was used on later songs from the Deja Vu album, Carry On, and Four Plus Twenty. We will hear each of those later in this podcast. The Suite has three pieces on the demo tape. Segment one is You Make It Hard. Segment two is What Have You Got to Lose, and segment three is Be My Lady. And now here is Sweet Judy Blue Eyes played. Solo by Stephen Stills in 
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was Sweet Judy Blue Eyes by Stephen Stills. Just roll tape. Recorded in 1968, but not released until 2007. Credits go to Stephen Stills on solo guitar and vocals and singer-songwriter. Listening to this demo, Roll the Tape, I can understand the high street value. There are, in all, 13 songs recorded solo on one tape and one take, and there are few gaffes, if any. Clearly, Stills not only had inventory, but he had great command of the song ideas. Great vocals and use of innovative guitar tunings, these demo songs are solid prototypes. 
1970, this song, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, appeared on the group's self-titled debut album, Crosby, Stills & Nash. Sweet Judy Blue Eyes reached number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100 Pop Singles chart, and in Canada, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes peaked at number 11. Remember what we've said and about each other. Next, we go to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It's 1968, and there's a large sailboat named Mayan. The ship Mayan was owned and operated by David Crosby for 45 years. The wooden ship story goes like this. Crosby composed the music to wooden ships, and the lyrics were written by Stephen Stills and Paul Kattner, the founder of Jefferson Airplane. Crosby said that he composed numerous songs aboard Mayan, which he considered to be his sanctuary. Mayan is a 59-foot Alden centerboard schooner rigged built in 1947. It's actually 66 feet overall, including the bowsprit, and with the centerboard up, can sail in water as shallow as five feet. Wooden Ships is thought to be a look at the aftermath of a nuclear holocaust. The 60s was a Cold War and a time of nuclear threat between the USA and the USSR. For example, the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962 was perhaps the closest the U.S. has come to a nuclear disaster. Let all human feelings die. We are Wooden Ships was inspired by a nuclear holocaust and also real life, as David Crosby said about sailing aboard the Mayan. The world has gone to hell. The idea was that we were sort of sailing away from that madness. This rendition of Wooden Ships is from Stephen Stills' demo tape. The album is Just Roll Tape. He plays a detuned guitar and delivers the vocals. This demo is a shorter version of Wooden Ships, only 226. Later, the song will evolve out to 529. And now, Wooden Ships, recorded in 1968.
go take a sister then by the hand lead her away from this foreign land far away where we might again we are leaving we Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was Wooden Ships from Just Roll Tape, recorded in 1968, released in 2007 as an LP and CD with compelling lyrics. Wooden ships on the water, very free and easy, easy, you know the way it's supposed to be. So how is it this demo tape remained unreleased for so long? 2007 was 25 years after the original recording. Somehow, Stills left the demo session without taking his tape. Years later, the studio closed down and many tapes, including this one, were given to another musician who finally succeeded in returning the demo tape to Stills, who then produced and released this album in CD and LP versions in 2007. It's a great find. The credits go to Stephen Stills' solo guitar and vocals, Lyrics are Stephen Stills and Paul Kantner, and the song composer is David Crosby, aboard the Mayan. Proper versions of these last two demo tracks, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes and Wooden Ships, appeared on the debut album of Crosby, Stills & Nash in 1969. That debut Crosby, Stills, Nash album sold over 4 million copies, and CSN went on to win a Grammy Award for a Best New Artist. In 1968, following the breakup of Buffalo Springfield, Stills worked with American singer-songwriter David Crosby from The Birds and with English singer-songwriter Graham Nash from The Hollies. They worked as a trio called Crosby, Stills, Nash, or CSN. Some months later, they added a familiar name from up north, Canadian singer-songwriter Neil Young, and became Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Imagine that. Four singer-songwriters in one band. With all of that ego and creativity, will CSNY have a chance of a long future? We go to the second studio album titled Deja Vu, which was the first time Neil Young was included in recordings. Released in early 1970 by Atlantic, on side one, track one, the song is Carry On, a title that seems to continue on Stephen Stills' persistent theme, that romantic breakup with Judy Collins. Rejoice, 
Interesting fact about Carry On is that there's a familiar tune bundled within, making Carry On a musical suite. That bundled song is Questions, and you'll hear it in the second half of this song. According to Stills, Carry On was completed in about eight hours from conception to finished master. And now, Carry On by Stephen Stills from the Deja Vu album, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Taylor & Reeves, released in 1970. One morning I woke up and I knew you were A new day, a new way, and new eyes to see the Lord.
Touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was Carry On by Stephen Stills, the album Deja Vu, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Taylor & Reeves, released in 1970. Credits go to David Crosby Vocals, Stephen Stills Vocals, Guitar, Bass, Organ, and Percussion, and Song Composer. Graham Nash, vocals and percussion. Neil Young does not appear on this song. And Dallas Taylor on drums. Next, we go to side two, track three. The song is four and 20. The lyrics, four and 20 years ago, I come into this life, the son of a woman and a man who lived in strife. He was tired of being poor and he wasn't into selling door to door. It's a sad song, depressing actually. Still sings solo and plays a detuned guitar, a common tuning of his. So let's listen to a very heavy, troubled side of Stephen Stills. And now, four and 20 by Stephen Stills, the Deja Vu album. Four and twenty years ago I come into this life The son of a woman and a man Who lived in strife He was tired of being poor And he wasn't into selling Beast. I 
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was 4 and 20 by Stephen Stills, Deja Vu, Atlantic Records, 1970, clocking in at a short 155. Credits go to Stephen Stills on solo vocal and guitar and the song's composer. Note Graham Nash, David Crosby, and Neil Young do not appear on this track. Some stats about the Deja Vu album. In March 1970, Deja Vu was certified gold in the U.S. just 14 days after release. The album spent 88 weeks in the Billboard 200 charts. It was certified seven times platinum by the Record Industry Association, and the album sales currently sit at over 8 million copies. Deja Vu remains the highest-selling album of each of the four members' career to date. Different kind of poverty now upsets me so. Night after sleepless night, I walk the floor and I want to know why. After the breakup of CSNY in 1970, Stills went through another prolific songwriting stage, composing over 20 songs for his second solo album, Stephen Stills 2. That was fast work because the album was released by Atlantic in 1971, just a year after Deja Vu was released. Fast and prolific indeed. Our next song from Stephen Stills 2 is titled Sugar Babe. I believe this song is about Stills' relationship with Rita Coolidge, with the lyrics, Come on, sweet Rita, you're my sugar baby. And now, another Stills creation, Sugar Babe. Let me 
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was Sugar Babe by Stephen Stills from the Stephen Stills 2 solo album. I love that gnarly Hammond organ grinding away on the right-hand track. On the Stephen Stills 2 album, there are only general credits, not song-specific. Even upon further research, I have Stephen Stills' vocals, guitars, keyboards, bass guitar, composer, arranger, conductor, and producer, Calvin Samuels on bass, Conrad Isidore, Dallas Taylor on drums, unknown keyboards, and unknown harmony vocals. Last on today's Stephen Stills Singer-Songwriter podcast is Change Partners, also from that second solo album. Stills said it was about growing up in Texas, going to debutante balls, dancing, changing partners. You'll hear a lovely pedal steel guitar. That is none other than Jerry Garcia on pedal steel, played throughout this song. (laughs) 
This version released on Stephen Stills 2 was recorded in early 71 in Miami. And now, Change Partners. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was Change Partners by Stephen Stills on the Stephen Stills 2 album, Atlantic Records, 1971. As far as song credits, again, there are only general album credits But upon further research, here's what I found on Change Partners. Stephen Stills' vocals, guitars, keyboards, bass guitar, composer, arranger, conductor, and producer. 
Calvin Samuels on bass, Dallas Taylor on drums, Jerry Garcia on pedal steel guitar, and Graham Nash, David Crosby, Henry Diltz, and Fred Neal backing vocals. The Stephen Stills 2 album peaked at number 8 on the Billboard 200 and was certified as a gold record. Two singles were released from the album. Change Partners peaked at number 43 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. This podcast on Stephen Stills' early years, 1966 to 1971, included eight of his original compositions from five albums and singles. Of course, this only scratches the surface of his great talent. There will be a subsequent podcast on Stephen Stills. Stills has combined record sales of over 35 million albums. He's a Hall of Fame inductee. In fact, he was the first person to be inducted twice on the same night into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was 19... 97. Stephen Stills is 78 at the time of this podcast production. Neil Young is 77. Graham Nash is 81. Sadly, we lost David Crosby earlier this year at the age of 81. On a lighter note, Judy Collins is 84 and Rita Coolidge is 78. That's it for today's show. Stephen Stills, singer-songwriter on Vinyl Vibrations. Please subscribe to hear new episodes of this free podcast. today's show Stephen Stills singer-songwriter on Vinyl Vibrations. I'm your host Brian Frederick. Stay subscribed to Vinyl Vibrations.